Search for a Stranger by Gordon S. Livingston. The story revolves around the author's search for his own mother. Because he was adopted and didn't discover his own identity until he was 38 years old, he believes his mother to be a stranger. He encounters a lot of people on his journey, but he eventually finds someone he likes. A child psychiatrist in Columbia, South Carolina, wrote this story called Search for a Stranger. One day, his cousin inquired about his profession. The author told him about a conference on adopted children that he had attended. Adopted children face difficult situations, which were discussed and debated at the conference. Adopted children, it was discovered, require special assistance in order to overcome their emotional challenges. One of the emotional concerns uncovered was the feeling of having two identities. The law will not aid a child who wants to learn more about his or her biological parents. The courts usually keep adoption records sealed. When a child is adopted, however, he or she is frequently shocked when he or she is unable to discover about his or her birth, they believe that there is something embarrassing about their birth, hence it has been kept hidden. Why did the adopted youngsters need to know about their adoption, the cousin wondered. Because discovering the truth about his or her adoption from other people could cause substantial psychological harm, the author reasoned that the child should learn the truth about his or her adoption from his or her adopted parents. The author's fourth child, Michael, was adopted. The cousin went on to ask what he would do if he found out he was an adopted child. According to the author, he will begin searching for his biological parents. His cousin had pleaded with him recently to start seeking for his parents. The author assumed his cousin was joking at first, but he felt bad when he realized he was speaking the truth. The truth was revealed to the author when he was 38 years old. He was saddened. He'd assumed the identity of a Scotch-Irishman. Many ideas whizzed through his head. He was having the same problems that an adopted child does when he or she learns the truth. He wondered why his adopted father hadn't told him the truth. The author admitted that he would have loved to see his biological parents. His adoptive parents were afraid that he might be snatched from them. The author pledged to his adopted father that he and his mother would always be his parents. His adoptive mother died a year ago. After that, the author went on a search for his biological parents. The author was born on June 30, 1938. When he was adopted, his parents lived in the city of Detroit. He was adopted through an adoption agency in Memphis, Tennessee. The author informed the Martins that he had been adopted from the Tennessee Children's Home Society. The author needed authorization from the Tennessee Department of Public Welfare to examine the records of the Children's Home Society. However, all adoption records were required to be sealed by law hence the permission was not granted. Therefore, Gordon traveled to Memphis with the approval of his adoptive father to look for the record at Memphis City Hall. He then hurried over to a local newspaper office and sought back additions. According to a front-page newspaper article, the director has been profiting by selling kids for large sums of money. She sold babies born to unmarried mothers, prostitutes, and people with mental illnesses. As a result, the home was forced to close its doors. The author wasn't sure which group he was a member of. He enlisted the help of a local attorney in his search. According to the lawyer the next day,
the author's birth name was Donald Alfred Cardell. His sealed documents were kept in the Memphis courthouse. The following morning, the author and his lawyer went to the courthouse and requested to inspect the records. The documents were delivered to him. His adoption decree was signed on August 17, 1940. His mother's name was in Simmons Cardell. The father had abandoned the child, according to the records. A copy was requested by the author. The clerk recognized the author as the owner of his adoption certificate. She seized the adoption decree from him and told him he needed to request permission from the judge to duplicate it. According to the author's lawyer, the author's mother worked as a Mississippi school teacher. The author flew to Jackson, Mississippi's capital, and discovered his mother's name in the academic records of the Mississippi Department of Education. She received her master's degree in teaching in 1952. The author called the alumni office at the college. They informed him that Miss Cardell had written to them from Natchez 11 years before. He found the name Alfred Cardell Jr. in the phone book. When he dialed Alfred's number, he learned that Anne Cardell was Alfred's aunt. Alfred told the author that Anne Cardell was living in Savannah. When the author arrived in Savannah, he dialed Anne Cardell's telephone. He identified himself as her son and said he was looking forward to meeting her. She extended to him an invitation to see her. And Cardell, his mother, was a graceful elderly lady in her fifties. She brewed a cup of coffee for him. She then started telling the author about his birth. She was raised in a rural Mississippi family. At the age of 28, she'd fallen in love with a gorgeous young man who was a brilliant dancer. She had hoped he would marry her while she was still expecting. However, he was never seen again. A pregnant woman who wasn't married was treated with disdain. As a result, she decided to deliver her baby in Memphis. The author, she claims, was born this way and no one knew about it. The author was listening to the story of his own life. He felt sorry for his mother's plight. His father died of cancer three years ago. And his mother had a one-of-a-kind method of keeping track of him through her students. She would think her son as one of her students. When she calmed a child, she felt as if she was comforting her own child. When she realized that her son would be in third grade, she would apply for a transfer. As a result, she felt closer to her son. She wanted to see him grow up and become a man. Finally, she was happy to see her son sitting in front of her, which she appreciated and then she pleaded for mercy. She made a gesture with her arms in front of her. For the first time in 38 years, the author made contact with his mother. This way, the author of the story disclosed the mystery surrounding the life of an adopted child. This is a terrifying and distressing story of an orphan's real-life events.